ladies and gentlemen. Let's rock. This is Unfiltered Pure Sports. Now, more with J.P. Peterson. All right, welcome back. Uh, this could be a uh, offseason of huge change for the Atlanta Falcons. They've already gotten a new head coach, Arthur Smith, the former offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans. Now, what are they going to do with Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and the rest? For that, we will turn to Dave Archer, who is the analyst for Falcons Radio and has been for quite some time, former NFL quarterback. Nobody knows the Falcons better. What's up, Dave? How are you, partner? I'm doing good, JP. I owe you and your listeners a, an apology. Not I apologize. At all. I was supposed to be available at four o'clock. I screwed <laughs> up and didn't have my phone. I left my phone in my car like an idiot. So we, I apologize. We do that all the time, my friend. No need to apologize. Now you're in the five o'clock primetime hour. It's even better. So there you go. Um, so I so I'm watching Mel Kiper. Yeah, not like you know he knows all things Falcons, but I just thought it was interesting. He on his new board, he had the Falcons trading up to get. Uh, uh, Zach Wilson out of BYU, and I guess turn the uh, turn the quarterback reins over to him. Um, what do you think the chances of that happening are? Are they sticking with Matt Ryan, or what's happening? Well, I, I think that they're certainly looking, uh, JP. I think that uh, I mean, as far as what we know, we're going to do with that pick. I think it's fifty fifty whether you take a quarterback or whether you don't take a quarterback. I think there is a lot of conversation here in Atlanta about selecting Matt Ryan's successor. How many times are you going to be in the number four spot? You hope that you're never back there, right? right. So to have access to a couple of guys and and the regard for Justin Fields and Zach Wilson is off the charts right now. Uh, obviously, you're not going to get to Trevor Lawrence. That would be the guy. If he was yeah. available, I think they would make that choice. But uh, there's so many uncertainties around the other quarterbacks other than Trevor Lawrence that I think that there's going to be a lot of study. I think you'll see Terry Fontenot, the new Falcon GM, at every one of these guys' workouts. I think they're going to look with earnest and look very hard at these guys. Uh, but I, to trade the two, you know as well as I do, we've been following this draft a long time. You've got to give up some stuff to get just from four to two. You're going to have to probably give up next year's one to do that, and I don't think Terry's going to do that. Yeah, I, I just don't see that. I mean, you study these quarterbacks. You cover college football. Um, do you really think Zach Wilson is worth that, of giving up an, a number one? Um, especially, I mean, you know, Matt Ryan is still there and playing at a pretty damn high level. Yeah, 10 consecutive seasons of 4,000 yards passing. Wow. Nine seasons he's thrown at least 26 touchdown passes in a year. So, yeah, you've got a guy that uh, that's coming off a halfway decent season. Now, obviously, the numbers don't indicate from a win-loss record, and that's really right. what it boils down to. they got three consecutive losing seasons here, so how do you rectify that? I don't think the quarterback is necessarily the issue, but you do have to begin to think about uh, the succession plan, and, yeah. and this is a new regime with a new GM, new head coach, new direction. But Zach Wilson, what do we know about him, J.P.? I uh-huh. mean, the guy played – arguably played like three or four high school teams last year. Yeah, I mean, when much. you look at their schedule, and yeah. BYU, no offense to BYU, but BYU had to try to slap together a schedule because the Pac-12 quit playing. Right. They had a couple other teams that, that didn't play as well, so they had to find a schedule. So they're playing Texas State and Southern Utah State and some teams that, quite frankly, you and I could probably put <laughs> 11 guys together and go out and make a pretty good game of it, right? So, right. Um, so I don't know what to make of his numbers. I think he's a heck of a player. He's got a big arm. Uh, he's athletic, much like you're going to say the same things about Justin uh, against Fields. Yeah, you're also going to say the same thing about Trey Lance, who didn't play last year, played one game last season. Yeah, a so, lot of unknowns. Yeah, I don't think we know about the guys that are behind Trevor Lawrence. 
Yeah, I, I you know, it, and with a new regime like this, you don't want to give up picks. But then the other side of this is, you know, Matt takes up a lot of the salary cap room, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think right now, if you look across the league, uh, Dave, you, you see teams, you know, even Seattle and, and Dallas are going, you know what, can we win paying our quarterback $35, $40 million a year? What What's Matt's hit next year? It's I think it's pretty high, right? Yeah, it's like $35 million yeah, he's yeah. going to get. It, but the problem is, JP, as you know, and I, you're much more of a capologist than I am. <laughs> I, I look at that SPO track or whatever it is, and I can't figure the damn thing out. So um, there's dead money, then there's money if you trade, then there's yeah. money if you cut them after June 1. I can't figure that out. I think there is one guy on every team that has the ability to figure that out. I don't think there's very many people even in any organization <laughs> knows what's going on there. But, uh, yeah, Ryan, I think Ryan is a liability from a trade standpoint, because I think you carry a good bit of that debt from right. a from a guaranteed money standpoint. So that almost makes it uh, untenable to be able to do. Now, Russell Wilson's deal, I think, is different. Right. Uh, that You know, Dak Prescott doesn't have a deal. Uh, now, they do have a similar scenario with, with Deshaun Watson, where he's going to carry a load of money with him so uh, to, to, to the debt of Houston. So I'm not sure how that's going to work out. But I think Matt Ryan's here. Uh, JP, I think Ryan squeeze the trigger for the Falcons next year. Yeah, and and, and that number four pick, if they were to just stand pat with uh, with Matt and Julio, um, we could talk about him in a second. But if they go with if they stand pat quarterback, what do you think they do at number four? They improve the offensive line, uh, go after edge rusher. What's the priority? Well, I, th- I think right now uh, they've done a good job of, of of holding their cards close to their vest, which most people will do. Uh, Terry Fontenot says, I'm not in the business of helping my opponents, you know, know what I think about my own roster, let alone their roster. So, um, I think that Penny Sewell, if you stay at four and he's still there, I think it makes sense to take the big tackle. It looks like for all intent and purposes, everything we're hearing, he's a, he's a 10 year guy, potential multi-league pro bowler. Uh, do you kick Jake Matthews inside the left guard? Because that's really the problem place. is left guard. And so does, does that solve two problems? Left tackle, left guard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or do you trade back? And I, be frankly, frankly for me, as a as a as a GM that's never had to actually make the make the decision, I'm gonna I'm trading back. I'm gonna move back to about eight or nine. I'm gonna take Patrick Sertan, the corner, or you know, fairly the corner, uh, to, to team him with uh, with uh, AJ Terrell on the other side. Dean Pease, new defensive coordinator, wants to bring some pressure. You need to have guys that can cover on the perimeter, yeah, yeah. and then you garner an extra pick or two, as you well know. Somebody trades yeah, up need to, to, do that. to four. Yeah, yeah then you get. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, you got three of the top forty picks, and you can do some stuff. That, that and that's it. Now, when you look at these. Uh, you know, we talk about the Bradys and and these other additions, and yeah, it 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 was huge for Tampa Bay. But you drill it down. Their last two two to three draft classes are the reason they won the Super Bowl. They picked, you know, like even this year, Werfs and Winfield were huge additions. Tyler Johnson even made some big plays. Um, you know, Vita Vey a couple of years ago. They, they've they drafted well the last few years, and that allowed them to spend money on other places and be able to go, uh, go get some free agents. So I think that's what the Falcons need to do. They need to get more picks and, and start building up um, just a, a, a full roster. That's what I see, Dave. I don't know about you, but to me, in this league right now, it's great to have that superstar quarterback, but we're seeing a lot of good quarterbacks change places lately. And if you can build a great roster, that seems like a good idea to, to win a Super Bowl because we, we still haven't had a quarterback that eats up more than, what, 15% of the cap win the Super Bowl in like 20 years. 
Well, and you got to wonder if the quarterbacks are going to realize that and realize, hey, is is forty million really really what I need to have? Can I make twenty five million and still be okay? I works think they're going to be okay with twenty. Works for yeah, work for Brady. He's only all he's won is seven of them. I think he's worked <laughs> out kind of the math on that thing to get guys around him. Yeah, uh, there's no question about that. So be interesting to see what happens with Kansas City. Look at the number they dropped That's on Patrick right. Mahomes. Are they going to be able to keep those guys around him to make all those plays? Yeah, I think it, I think that's the great debate going on right now. Uh, what about your new coach, Arthur Smith? What do you what do you like about him? What kind of energies do you bring into the table? He, he's a he's a guy you'd like. JP. He's a football coach. Okay, he's yeah. not he's not a baby kisser. He's not a handshaker. He wants to come off the ball and shorten people's neck in the run game. He wants to be able to to mix things up in the red zone. That's what I like. He's a football guy. He's not going to rub you fuzzy and, and make you feel good about yourself in, in a press conference. <laughs> But you can tell he's a football player, a football coach. You know, his offensive line is his is his background, which we like. Matt Ryan has been one of the most sacked quarterbacks yeah. in the National Football League over the last three seasons. You can protect Ryan. He's shown that he can get it done. He's got perimeter players that can go get it and make plays. So uh, I like that about him. I don't have a question about that. He's a pure football coach. Uh, I know that appeals to you, no doubt. Um, and what about Julio? What's going on with him? Um, I mean, it seems like he, he hadn't been able to practice since I was there and still goes out and puts up huge numbers. But at some point, it, it catches up with you. And he's he's obviously making a lot of money. What, what's what's the story with Julio? Well, and the bow broke this year, didn't it? It was yeah. just a year. You, you and I both watched him play through pain. He wouldn't yeah. practice, as you suggested. And the next thing you know, he goes out and he puts up a 1,400-yard season. <laughs> That's um, crazy. So, but this year he didn't do that. And so now the first red flag or first warning signs start to pop up is Julio hit the back end of his career. And certainly you got to figure uh, he's in the fourth quarter yeah. of his career. I think he's 31, 32 years of age, still a physical specimen. They actually went out, JP, and got a couple of people uh, to add to the staff that are going to specialize in those soft tissue injuries. Uh, a couple mm. of guys they think are the pre on the cutting edge, yeah. the, the preeminent guys of being able to study the hamstrings, the quad muscles, the groin strains. That's what plagued Julio Jones last year, not just for Julio, but for a number of players But mm. uh, on this team. But they're trying to look at that. So I think Julio's here. I don't think that that's going to change. And I think that somebody's going to have to line up and defend him next season. Dave Archer, Falcons Radio. I knew you'd uh, give me all the answers that we needed to hear, uh, Buccaneers <laughs> fan. Hey, we're we're talking about like next year if, if Russell Wilson finds his way to New Orleans and Deshaun Watson oh finds his God. way to Carolina, and Brady's in Tampa Bay, and we had a former MVP in Matt Ryan in in Atlanta. I mean, good luck winning the NFC South there. Yeah, we thought the quarterbacks were good last year. They could be <laughs> they could be really good. Hey, by the way, congratulations to you and the Tampa fans. I know it's been long suffering. Yeah. Um, really uh was excited to see you guys. I wasn't chanting NFC South. <laughs> NFC I was not doing that like SEC fans do. Right. But I was pulling for people that are friends like you yeah. that I know are down there. My mother's a Tampa Bay fan. She lives in St. Pete. So nice. I uh, I applaud all the people there in the Tampa, greater Tampa area. Congratulations on a Super Bowl championship. Well, just get, get it right, Dave. It's Champa Bay. It's Champa Bay now. <laughs> there you it's go. Yeah. It's Champa Bay. Yeah, if, if your baseball team hadn't stubbed its toe, we'd be uh, well, still all American League champions. We're still American League champions. We just, we, you know, we, we call it that. You know, we, we, got a 12, okay. we got a $12 payroll, and we made it to the sixth game of the World Series. So we kind of look at that as a win. So Champa, Champa Bay you. it is. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Great to talk to you. Take right. care, bud. Dave Archer right there. Um, and they got a lot of decisions to make up there. And, you know, here it is. This is uh, – y- you see a lot of a lot of franchises right now. Do you go aggressive and give up everything 
to to go all in in one year, or do you try to build through the draft? Um, to me, building through the draft is always uh, the more sensible thing. You're going to have a longer window of opportunity when you do that. Um, trading away all these picks, it comes back to bite you in the ass. And if you don't win it that first year, like the Bucks did with Gruden, you're screwed for a decade. And um, it's a big gamble, but it's paying off for a lot of teams lately. So it just depends on – we'll see what the Falcons do. We'll see what they do. All right, uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Dr. Chris McLaren uh, joined us earlier in the show. Uh, He is a a literal battlefield surgeon and has dealt with the injuries and put people back together like Tiger, uh, the similar injuries that he has sustained. Um, What he told us earlier was – earth-shaking to be quite honest and uh very much in the know we're going to replay that for you uh coming up next you don't want to miss it